tell you what I'm going to do. You're going to do no such thing. Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, guys. What's happening? Hey, look. It's the Wells. It's Wells here. Good to see everybody. Howdy. It's been a couple weeks. It's, it has. It has. <sighs> I What? Don't look at me like that. I put, just put the gun away, Josh. Okay, I'm, I'm just angry about football. <laughs> we all have the right to be angry about football this week, but I mean, I'm particularly angry. I, you look have like the worst fucking luck on the face of the planet. <sighs> I deserve to lose the game. My team did. I'm done. Like yeah. I'm not done. Done here. I mean, my my dumb ass is still going to be watching it on Sunday morning. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell y'all do the same thing that I do. When you lose, just stay off of Twitter. It's just, it's not helpful. What's Twitter? It's not going to make you feel any better. Josh. I know. I stay know. away. I know. Because Although then, I, 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 I out-memed the NFL meme account and my timeline blew the fuck up last night. Yeah, but like, I'm looking at, in, and I'm seeing these fights that you're picking and I'm just like, you know. Stop looking at my Twitter then. Slow down. Well, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's the other reason I stay off of Twitter after football yeah. losses. Because it's just like, I this is, never mind. I don't yeah, care. Don't look at my Twitter. No, block you. Uh, yes, do that. So, Jeff, have Sir, you done anything exciting? I went to Kitts for his third anniversary. So did I. Um, did not get to go. Like I, I know we had kind of talked about going Saturday night. Um, we got a couple that we like to go with. and uh, they Yeah, were, you were too cool for me. Yeah, right, pretty much. It's priorities. You know, I mean, when it all is said and done, I mean. Whatever. Yeah, you know, the people I see every week versus the people I see every other week. I mean, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I ended up going uh, around noon. Um, they had some neat stuff on tap. Uh, you know, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say I was a, a little disappointed. Of course, it's probably hard to follow last year when he rolled out a keg of Sticky Monkey. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. that's a tough one to overcome. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, the uh, uh, Double Jack, damn good. Like, seriously considered what, getting a keg of that. What was the... Uh Funky Buddha Coconut one, the last call. Yes, that one was real good. Fan fucking tastic. And uh, I'll tell you though, very that surprised with that one. He uh, and of course I heard the, uh, the 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 new bartender guy tell the story about eight times, but uh, I guess he got a he had ordered a keg of uh, Willetized uh, coffee stout from Lagunitas, mm-hmm. and they sent a 2016 by accident. Yeah. Um, that thing blew the socks off a barrel aged tin fitty. Yeah, I have to admit, as much as I didn't feel comfortable spending money on a Lagunitas beer, I was like, I have to do it. Hey, look, when he said they were doing like $1 samplers, I'm like, yep, I'll, I'll yes. Okay, yeah. here we go. Let's yes, go. yes, please. You yes, son please. of a bitch. Yes. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, you know, I went later that night, and Ryan and I had a little too much fun, but, you know, Hooray. as per usual. Yeah. Yeah, and then I had to apologize to our Lyft driver, as per usual. This seems like a recurring theme. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's about to be, Self, you're going to get your own ride and not <laughs> knock my five stars down. Because, you know, I'm going to have to sit there apologizing after he gets out. Like, Ooh. Yeah, who was, well, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens, man. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I will say this, especially for... Somebody who's weirdly agoraphobic as I am. Saturday night was so different than Fridays were. Like it's it was very laid back. There was not nearly the amount of people there as there are on a Friday. And even oh. Kit told me he was like, "You probably made the the right call coming tonight rather than Friday night." Because 
And it makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, it, you know. I mean, I... St- I honestly, who would have thunk, right? I mean, because it like, doesn't st- make any sense at all. I stayed a shit ton longer. Uh, drank way too much. But had had boatloads of fun. I mean, it was it was a good time. Even though the tapless may not have been the greatest thing, but it was still worth it to <laughs> and, me. And I think it's tough because... You're never going to have that perfect tap list and you're going to come, you know, it's just like every other thing beer we do, right? We compare it against something else. Yep. Yeah. Some unrealistic ideal that he's going to be able to top it every single year. He's I like this tap list before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shut it. That's mouth. right. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Uh, Wells, we'll get to you next episode this time. We're going to, we're going to hold off. Oh, what? I went to Chattanooga and everything. This is like the. I know Chattanooga. Yeah, Chattanooga. I'm very excited, but Jeff always bitches that we can't get into the news next episode. Okay, so we're just gonna wait till next episode. Ugh. If well, I can still remember in a week. Uh, 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 can you guys remember the last time you bought a new Belgian beer? Nope. Speaking of things I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. And you know what? Now I never will because they have decided to, at least as of right now, decided to sell to. Uh, what is it? Little World Beverages, which is part of Lion Little World Beverages, which is a Kieran. Yeah, thing. basically a part of Kieran. So, uh, another one bites the dust. Another one gone. Another one gone. But <clears throat> like I said, I mean, we're none of us were buying new Belgium shit. I mean, honestly, like Fat Tire was one of those like yeah. I cut my teeth on. Right, but it's a you know for so many people it is a stepping stone, you know, and in. You start with Fat Tire, you might do a little. Was it 1776? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got graduated a Ranger. Yep. You know, and now they've got like 15 variants of that. Let Terroir was the first sour I ever had. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. absolutely oh, yeah. blew my socks off. I remember yep. where I was and who I was with when I first had that one. And I mean, their sour program is it's good. It's damn good, but so they shifted to employee owned a few years ago. Yes. Which is awesome for those employees because over 300 different, uh, is that right? Yeah, more than 300 employees are going to get over $100,000 a piece as part of this sale. So, you know, congratulations. It's not just the people at the top they're going to benefit, but it's like your everyday workers. And it's neat, I guess, to a degree to see that actually get spelled out. You know, so often when there's a a buyout of, of this, you know, an acquisition, you know, everybody just kind of assumes, oh, well, the people at the top are going to get paid. And everybody else, you know, sorry about your luck. If I'm an employee and they handed me six figures like that, I mean, you know, I, I if I was so unhappy, I could then move on. Right? Yeah, that's true. But at least at least it's something. And it's a it's a sizable chunk of something. Yeah. Um that that's a that's a heck of a nest egg. You know, you invest yeah. it now and do something, you know, and, and again, like stay working there if you want. Get out if you don't, you know. I, yeah, it's it's just I guess it's just refreshing to see them actually say this is how much everybody or, you know, at least everybody's getting this because I mean, that's this is honestly, this is why you want to grow a business. Well, 100 percent. Yeah. You know, like we <clears throat> we kind of talk out of both sides of our mouth whenever somebody sells, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, New Belgium and we don't care about them and we didn't buy any. We haven't bought any for a while and. But at the same time, I mean, <clears throat> the whole idea of growing a business is, I mean, in my mind, the American way is to eventually make money off of it. These people just made money. Yeah. That's 
That's the idea. Yeah. And, and, you know, going to back to the fact that they are employee owned, like you were just saying, I mean, this is one of those where I, <clears throat> number one, it, it's not going to stop me from buying New Belgium because, again, I wasn't buying it, but right. I, I'm not mad. Yeah. I mean, good on them. They got paid. Yeah. They got a payday. You know, and hopefully because it is a an Asian outfit, so to speak, you know, like maybe there's less likelihood of having as many overlapped positions. Right. It's yeah. not like, you know, it's not like somebody else in the Colorado area has acquired them and, oh, we've got sales reps that are coming to the same territory. I mean, they're probably still going to have some overlap, but maybe not as much. As long as, as long as they're not selling New Belgium in a Japanese steakhouse, I think they'll be okay. But oh, shh, Kieran, anytime you go to a Japanese steakhouse, that's the only beer or Sparrow. That or Sparrow is pretty much it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for killing it, Josh. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, yeah. What else is going on in the uh, acquisition world? So, have you guys ever had Bold Rock uh, cider? Man, I've seen it forever. That was one of those I could never figure out who owned them. And so I don't buy a lot of cider anyway, but I just stayed away. Okay. Well, they were independent and now Artisanal Beverages or ABV owns them, which if you don't remember, Artisanal Beverages is basically uh, Six Point. Victory, Southern Tier, and Six Point. point. Yeah. Charlotte Brewery. I mean, yeah, Charlotte Brewery. Charlotte's Lewis Brewery. Are they brewing in Charlotte now? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yay, they've got a cidery now. Yeah, I, th I think I noticed in the uh, article that it talked about how um, uh, Southern Tier is working on a cider. I'm just like, eh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Which, I mean, knowing that area and knowing where that brewery is, that's got to suck for where the cidery that's over there. But the, I mean, the two cideries that are over oh, there. Oh, that's right. There's yeah, yeah. Good Road. Yeah, and, Good Road's uh, over there, too. I forgot yeah, about that. And the red player both within a couple minutes of there. So. Yeah. But it's not like they're going to be making cider on site. Right. They'll just be selling it on site. Which, that's I true. mean, Good point. I would argue that most of the people walking into the brewers at Yancey, the dumbest name of a brew pub ever. But I'd be willing to bet that the people walking in there really don't care if that at beer is actually made on site. I see tanks. You yep. guys make beer here. You guys have beer here. I'll take that one. I don't care what it is. I don't know. Cause I went there a few weeks ago and uh, two people were asking for juicy J and I about spit my beer out. Like, excuse me. <laughs> what? Wow. Do you know where you are? Yeah. Are you that's lost? But, but that's my point was more like, I don't know. I don't know that the, Normal, the, the average consumer walking into the brewers at Yancey is going to look at a list of Southern tier beers and say, oh, are all of these beers made locally here on site? I don't think that's going to stop them from ordering one Southern tier from another. Well, I, I didn't mean like they were ordering other people's beers. I was a little worried about that a uh, little over a year ago when they first moved into town, first opened, first claimed to be a Charlotte brewery before they're brewing. But on their menu section, it does say like, here are all the Charlotte brewed beers. And then here's everything else. So just by reading the menu, okay, I was about to you ask. should know what's actually made here under whose oh, okay. flag and, gotcha. and everything else. So nice. basically if it says victory, but not CLT brewed, it should come from somebody, somebody. 
else, Pennsylvania, wherever. So I just wonder if um, I'm kind of segueing into this next article, Josh. But you know, so they're they're in this article it's, uh, from Reddit talking about like who's next, you know, after New Belgium, you know, and somebody mentions um, we've lost dogfish already. We've lost. <clears throat> Well, well, I shouldn't say lost, but Dogfish is sold. Founders is sold. One of the comments in here was talking about how Victory is really kind of underperforming around them and how hard it is to get stock. And like it made me wonder, kind of going back to the last article, like I wonder how well Southern Tier and Victory are doing. I don't see a ton of it locally. Like package wise, I was just say I think it depends on where you're. Well, at least in my opinion, I think it depends on where you depends on where you go. Like grocery store, it, I see six point and six point quite yes. a bit. But some victory, yeah, I don't know. In bottle shops, it's yeah. rare to see yeah, either of them. And that used to be their bread and butter around Charlotte, but as grocery has gotten more uh, craft friendly and. You know, so a lot of these places suddenly find facings in grocery stores. Bottle shops are less likely to carry them because if you can find Victory's Golden Monkey on the store uh, shelves at Harris Teeter, you know, maybe Brawley's doesn't need to carry it. Right. Yeah. And and I know this isn't that just made a thought click in my head of Mm -hmm. how, especially around here, I've noticed that. Bottle shop bottle shops have become far more specialty yeah. than they used to they be. They have to be. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. because, what's the differentiator? Yeah. Well, because years ago, I mean, bottle shops have always been specialty. Right. It's just what has... There you go. The definition of specialty has shifted. There you yeah, go. Because, that's, that's fair. you know, Fat Tire used to be specialty. And now it's ubiquitous. <clears throat> um, right. A lot of dogfish head stuff. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Especially, you know, moving forward. But back know, in the day, you couldn't even get like... Charlotte made beer on the grocery store shelves. Yeah. I know. And, and OMB so, was it right. And yeah. like, that was a big deal. And then, yeah. And then know. I, I will never forget the first time that Noda and then Birdsong showed up at a Harris Cedar. I was like, Whoa, this is fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, now you shit. got this, this one over here by you and they got that whole in cap. It is nothing but Charlotte beer. Yep. It's fantastic. Yeah, the, yeah. the places that you would go to buy hop, drop and roll were like Noda brewery or like the bottle shops. Yeah. Yeah. And now shit. it's, open the doors up a little bit in terms of where you can get their package. So, you know, you're not, the bottle shops aren't as incentivized to carry such an easily right. acquirable beverage. Yeah. yeah I, I, and when I was at kits, that really clicked for me because I, I texted Josh. I'm like, uh, okay, so if you're coming, uh, make sure you bring a backpack and a lot of cash. Cause like just looking at all the stuff Sounds he had like my in, last date right on. Looking at all the stuff that he had in stock, I yeah. mean, it was just like it was a ton of stuff that I'd never seen, and I was interested in trying. But then after a couple of beers, I got sidetracked, and you yeah, know. I mean, I walked out with a couple of four packs, a six pack or two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I walked out with a bunch of shit, like shit that I didn't see, and it's stuff we've all had on the show, but it's stuff sure. that I haven't seen in a long time. Like, yeah. Blackbeard's breakfast is a prime oh, example. Yeah. I haven't seen like that beer. 12 ounce bottles. Now. Yeah. I haven't seen that beer in forever. Yeah. yeah. 12 ounce bottles. I'm like, fucking A, I'm yeah. buying one of these. Yep. I got a four pack of uh, Seven Devils. Because I just said, nice. so, so after we had, I think, uh, maybe, I think I, I bought like a single 
had it at home and realized that like as much as you and Chris always like to have your Bauernbach with Thanksgiving, I think Seven Devils may be my new go-to. Oh, okay. And it was damn good this year. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and I still have two Bauernbachs left after our post-Thanksgiving. Not had a Bauernbach this year. Oh, man, you're missing out. I know. All right, so I, I do actually want to go back to this. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so New do, Belgium, do you, who's you, next? Yeah, do you guys have any uh, inkling I, I looked of, ahead, and so this, this kind of tipped my hand a little bit, but... Uh, the commentary on Deschutes is. You like, think that that's the next one? Do you, do you think they get bought up by AB or MC, or do you think they get brought into like an artisanal beverages fold or a canarchy or something like that? Man, that's a tough call. I, I mean, honestly, anything you know, if the if the brewery's struggling, you know, their options, you know, and it's it's kind of like Green Flash. Our options are to condense or to take the money. Um, you know, I think it's, it, we're getting to that point where big breweries are few and far between. Really. You start thinking about it. I mean, yeah. most of them are already part of some conglomerate or they're kind of, you know, it's like Sierra Nevada. Like I don't really anticipate short of something crazy happening. I don't anticipate Sierra Nevada sell it out or stone for that matter. Right. Yeah. I don't, because they have oh, built okay. so, way too much of their identity on, we will never sell out for them to sell out. Like it would be completely against everything that they are. Okay. So to play devil's avocado here, what if they buy in? What if they buy a Deschutes, a stone or a Sierra Nevada buys a Deschutes or buys one of these. Sure. I mean, you know, if if you go like the Sam dogfish model, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a real question. Like maybe Sierra Nevada says, you know what? We're going to set up a holding company. And yep. we're going to do the same thing Canarchy's doing. I mean, they might we're as well. Start snagging up some of these places. Yeah, you, you know, you go and you grab a Deschutes. Because, I mean, I feel like Deschutes would be a pretty good complement to Sierra's portfolio. Mm-hmm. Like, Deschutes is fucking huge. It is. They are. I mean, I just don't see another equal-sized brewer being able to... Okay. You know... That's fair. Pull them up. Pull them in. So then Who? Sweetwater? Yeah. Yeah, and they're already kind of partially owned anyways. So, mm. Who's got them? It's a private equity firm that's got them. Right. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe Sweetwater could set up the same thing as artisanal beverages and do this whole big conglomerate thing <coughs> that everybody seems to be doing all of a sudden. I mean, Deschutes is huge. However, they had announced their Roanoke production facility that is or is not or probably not going to happen now. So, you know, you could see them as being on the ropes a little bit. I mean, yeah. the big boys, like the top of the food chain guys, are, are going to decline in volume as people start moving towards super hyper-local drinking. You know, yeah. Spirits and, and wine. Don't forget oh, spirits and a, wine. Give me a flipping <clears throat> rate. So, it's, it's, a death, it's death by 8,000 cuts. You know how many breweries there are about to be in in, in this this country. So, you know your yep. number eight brewery is getting bled out by all these tiny little yep. neighborhood microbreweries. Yep. It's not, not like there. It's not like another big brewery is going to come in and steal market share. Like it's all the small guys. It's your hundred yep. barrel 
Well, out, um, hundreds of barrels outfits and you're like low thousands. And how many times have we seen a fairly big brewery, Green Flash or somebody else try to come into the city? They make a splash and then they're gone because yeah. they can't like you're going back to your point. Especially now we've got so many local places that can yep. or bottle. Yep. Yep. That. Even if they shouldn't be, they're doing it. Yeah. Because they got to get that market share. They got to get out there on the shelf space. Yeah. You know. I mean, nine times out of ten when I'm going into common market, yeah, I'm going to grab a couple of things for the show. And, you know, there's some new hotness that's <coughs> out there. But what am I grabbing? I'm grabbing a Lenny Boy or I'm grabbing something from Triple C most of the time, too. Yeah. Because it's always there. I yep. know it's good quality shit. What about, like, uh, one of the one of those breweries that you really like geolocate to a specific area like Abita or Ooh, or wow. Spetzel for that matter. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know that either of them are struggling or even challenged, right? right. But to Wells's point, when you're a brewery like Abita, <clears throat> you've got your bread and butter, but at some point your sales are going to start declining. Somebody comes along and says, I see you're you know getting death by a thousand cuts by all these little new guys. What do you say you come join the uh, fireman's capital or whatever it is that's uh, yeah canarchy or although a beta in a can would be kind of some of them sure but yeah God I haven't had an abita in ages which fits the model right yeah it's always that like beer that we're very familiar with but we haven't had in like three to five years so yeah that's a beta I don't know so and so sells oh yeah I do remember them. <clears throat> So any other guesses of Sweetwater, Abita? These are all good. Good. I, I don't know. I mean, locally, was mad. Hi, Highland, Catawba. Okay. I mean, these are I could these see are it. just places with a regional footprint of more than five states. All right. What about foothills? Sure. Oh, why yeah. not? Okay. I mean, I mean. I'm not saying they will, but I mean, at this point, who the fuck knows? Like, this is almost right, 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 right. right. I mean, that's, you know, you look at the early AB model and it was Goose Island and it was Blue Point. It was all these kind of regional big players. Yeah, Yeah, Goose Island owned the Midwest, but they hadn't, you know, they weren't in all 50 states. Yeah, AB buys them and boom, suddenly they are. Which to me is why like an Abita or a Spetzel makes some sense. Because I mean, it's not like it's not like Texas or Louisiana are huge markets for anybody else. I know uh, Nola's coming up, so yeah, Nola makes you know, some good shit. Well, and you know, again, Abita's maybe you know maybe they start feeling the squeeze. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Food for thought. Yeah. So who else got bought? Anybody else? Nobody else. But Wells, who spent a little too much money? Maybe, perhaps. I mean, me. <laughs> Always. Wait, what? No. Was it Mexican Cake Day again? Uh, yes. Was it really? Uh, it's, it's coming up this weekend. I was and, literally. And joking, I will. But... I will be there. So yeah, okay. So he's about to spend too much money. Uh, no, I have spent too much money. It was like four hundred and ten dollars for a fucking case of beer. Whoo! You ever, you ever have one of those, like, you pull the trigger on something, and then I, I took my dog for a walk and thought of the mistake that I made. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. Well, so, speaking of Mexican cake, uh, this year's didn't sell out. They you spent that much, and it didn't sell out. They were getting ready to <laughs> shut down ticket sales tonight. 
it's been since Thursday. I mean, it's almost a week. Well, half a week, but still. So, uh, and I'm and I and I don't mean to pry. Mm-hmm. Is it because they're pricing it too high? I don't know if they were pricing it too high or if the variants just didn't deliver in comparison to past years. Or so, a, a, a possible third piece of the Venn diagram here. Mexican cake, while an excellent beer, is no longer the draw it used to be. True. Because everybody's got one. Everybody and their brother has the, you know, chocolate imperial stout with peppers in it. We had one on the show a couple of shows ago. Ugh, yeah. I'll take Mexican cake over that one, though. And I, I don't disagree with you there. I'm just saying, like, you but know, there's somebody out there that likes <clears throat> one of those that. And in the in, in the day and age of beer trading and shipping and all that kind of stuff, like the number of people you run into that haven't had Mexican cake are no longer like like I I use Jason as a as a barometer for this. You know, used to be I'd get Mexican cake and he'd be all about it. Like he would ask for it. Yeah, I got one uh, not too long ago, and I'm like, hey man, I got you one of these. He's like, all right. Like he was not at all like, eh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's had it a couple of times and now, you know, it's just like, that's fine. Yeah. It just doesn't, you know, unfortunately, and this is, you know, the, the beer market that we deserve. Yeah. It doesn't pop like it used to. Yeah. But how long have they been making Mexican cake? It's been a while. Seven, eight years. Good chunk of time. I mean, that's a good run. Mm-hmm. I mean, like to put it in perspective, I saw, the only sexual chocolate I saw this year has been the coffee variant. Yeah, that was unfortunate. I didn't have it. Was it bad? So, no, it's not that it was bad. It's just last year they did barrel age sexual chocolate and the coffee variant. And this year it's, well, you only get the barrel aged with coffee variant. Here you go. Oh, okay. Yep. So there wasn't like a just to be a base. Gotcha. Well, gotcha. 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 Which is fine. Sucks. I mean, but who wants to bottle up two beers when you could just do one? Yeah. I mean, it's one label. It's uh, yeah. less mess, less hassle. You so don't end up with, uh, you don't end up selling out of one and having way too much of the other. It's yeah. all or nothing. So besides overpaying for Mexican cake. Oh, right. Sorry. We who digress. else overpaid for what here? Well, Wellie Wells. Well, uh, dogfish head, Definitely got a, a, a premium put on them. Um, yeah. You're looking at how much AB InBev bought Craft Beer Alliance, and you break it down by uh, per barrel price. If Josh could see what I'm doing, and there you go. So Dogfish Head cost $300 million you know, out of Boston Beer's wallet, but uh, whereas Anheuser-Busch just bought the percentage of craft brew Alliance that it didn't own. Um, but still the, Oh God. Okay. So you're looking at what constellation brands paid for, um, for ballast point. They right. paid $3,400 per barrel of production, essentially, which is a lot. Now that's, I mean, that's like the top of the scale. Right. Whereas dog, that's, that's a cautionary tale. Yeah. $3,400 <laughs> per barrel. Like, no, so Boston Beer paid versus that, you know, got Dogfish at the, on the cheap for $1,000 a barrel. But uh, Anheuser-Busch brought, bought Craft Brew Alliance for about $493 a barrel. So less than half of what uh, Dogfish had cost Boston Beer per barrel. And, you know, good. I don't even want to do the math on how well, much. Well, and I was going to say, not only that, but 
Boston beer bought Dogfish. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. CBA is like a lot of things. Seven or eight different breweries. I mean, it is seven or eight different breweries, but you know, with one bucket in terms of what they right. count as in terms of uh, production reporting. Okay, so it's like okay, fair. It's Kona and it's Widmere and it's this and that, and but they're still slices of a pie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Whereas Dogfish Head is just a pie. Okay. That makes Either sense. way, you're buying a pie, but are you going to buy it for like, you know, $493 a unit or $1,000 a unit? Or maybe a better way to put it is you're just going to buy a pie or you're going to buy a pre-sliced pie. Uh, whatever. On the flip side, you know, AB did kind of taint the waters on this and got their own little discount, even though they paid a, a fee for doing it. Oh, sure. Yeah. They had to pay that. Oh, we don't want to buy this at this price. Here's $20 million fee. But. Still, even when you tack on that fee, I bet you they still made out much I'm, better than <clears throat> Boston Beer did with Sam Adams. I'm sure they did. Or Boston Beer and Dogfish, sorry. Right. I'm sure they did. But on the flip side, AB enveloping all of these into their portfolio, I don't know that it moves their needle as much as it does for Sam and Dogfish. That I would agree with. Because, I mean, I feel like even though it's a small percentage of what Boston Beer does... Having dogfish in there is like, like it's just it could be their skunk works lab. You know, it's just it's it's just a place to do fun stuff and you know they can continue to do that. AB is gonna take Widmere that nobody's really buying unless you're in the market in Kona, which I know it says is like the biggest or it said there's somewhere is like a high, high growth. Yeah, it's the fastest growing one of the fastest growing craft beer brands. Which doesn't make any sense to me at all because no. Kona has, like, I remember when Kona came here like five years ago. So it's not like Kona's new. It's just like something has changed and people are discovering Kona, maybe? Or it's just getting shoved into more markets. And that could be a thing as well. Well, I'd say we aren't the target market for something like this. Agreed. Kona, Kona, you know, their strategy was grocery and Kona's strategy there was we're going to position ourselves much like Pacifico or Longboard or Landshark, right? Like it kind of gives that like, I'm at the beach, man. Yeah. Yeah, That island feel, but you know, wherever you are in your lonely little life, drinking a Corona drink. Yeah. Drink, drinking a Corona, pretending like life's a beach. (laughs) Whereas life's just commercials feel like a desperate cry from an alcoholic to me. You know, it's like everything's real bad, but I like grab my Kona and drop my lime and then suddenly I'm transported like I'm escaping reality. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not a great sign. Yeah, no, that's not. Well, I, I will say that tis the season for that, what, 20 some year old Corona commercial with them lighting up the palm tree oh, yes. to make its return. <clears throat> I, As far as ads go, this is like one of the few that I'm like, oh, cool. It's like time for this one again. It's that old. It's officially the season. Look at it on your TV next time. It's still like shot for four by three. Okay. Okay. It's old. It's old. It's old. It's old. old. But hey, when you've got a classic, who the hell needs to change it? Update it. Like it's just, it's simple. It's like a palm uh, tree. Can we get like the 4K remaster on this commercial, please? (laughs) And Dolby Atmos, the palm tree shot first. <laughs> uh, does it scream the the war cry now first too, or is that a McClugan <sighs> or whatever? The yeah, McClurkin. <laughs> like, like, 
And I love this story. We're sidestepping oh, here to Star Wars, but I love the Jesus. story that George Lucas like jacked with his movies yet again. Yeah. Didn't tell anybody about it. Disney buys them and he's just like, all right, have fun with that. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Oh, McClurkin! <laughs> and with that, we're going to go take our break. Ugh. It's time for Buy No Buy Wells. How does that work? Oh, man, it's been so long since I've had to do this. Let's see if I remember. Uh, we've been drinking beer throughout the show. We're going to let you know what we think in a simple system. Would we buy it again or would we not? Not a half star or a thumb conditional, whatever. It's just yes or no, buy or no buy. Jeffrey, first beer up. First beer up uh, from Shelby, North Carolina, Newgrass Brewing Company's Fiddler's Dream. Um no, no date. date. I looked. No date. I'm assuming this is fairly fresh. Yeah, I'd have to assume. Um, uh, it's a, it's a it's a New England IPA. It's a DDH at that. Um, it is soft and yet a little bit of sharp. Um, it is not bad. I like this. I don't hate it. Um, I would buy like a can like at kits just to kind of mix it up a little bit. I'm not going to buy a ton of it. Okay. Wells, I think it's fine. Um, but for some reason I'm not feeling it today. So just, I mean, you know how taste is subjective and all that. Like, um, yeah. it's just not, it's something that I've had before. I believe I've brought Fiddler's Nightmare you did. on the show uh, yeah, before. Yeah, I went and looked because when you okay. said the, the, the picture, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Oh um, no, we had the Nightmare. Uh, I mean, Newgrass makes some good beer, but I'm, I'm personally just not feeling this one today. So I'm just going to say no bye. Josh. Okay. I like this one, and I actually bought it as an apology to the beer we're going to have on the next show, if that oh, tells you anything. God. So if you hate this one, you really going to hate that one. I can't wait. Uh, so no, nah, this was a, a good DDH New England IPA. I dug it, so I'd buy it again. Jeff, next beer up. Uh, next beer up uh, from Casita Cerveceria, although I see they're calling themselves Casita now. Like they've dropped Cerveceria from their untapped log or their untapped uh, presence, which, you know, good for them, I guess. Maybe. I don't care. Uh, but this is the 2019 version of Something So Sincere, which, interestingly enough, is a wholly different beer than the 2018 is. Okay. Which, I mean, you're allowed to do that. That's fine. Although in a world of like, you know, we have to have a different name for in every variant of... In a you know, world. In a world. Every time we put out, you know, uh, Bobby Newport. Uh, every time we put out... A, sorry. Every time I hear a theater voice, I've got to do Bobby Newport. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, we like... You could put like one different hop in a beer and it has to have a whole different name yeah. or volume five or, or whatever. Yeah. So it's interesting. They kept since something so sincere as the name, but this is the 2019. It is a quadruple chocolate Imperial milk stout. I can see Josh cringing in case you don't remember. Josh hates chocolate because he's a monster. I'm not a monster. Yes, you are. You're um, a monster. It's a blend of chocolate malt, flaked oats, lactose, cocoa powder, 90% dark chocolate bars and cocoa nibs. Terry loves his nibs. Man, I'm going to say, um, man, I really like this a lot. Uh, it's just like drinking just like a nice 
kind of thinnish chocolate syrup. It is chocolate to chocolate to chocolate. It is quadruple chocolate. It delivers on the promise. I like this one. I'm a big buy. Wells? I can't believe I'm saying this. I almost wish there was a little less chocolate in this. No. Because there's a shitload of chocolate in it, and I think there could be a shed load of chocolate in it. Uh, That said, I'm still going to buy this because it's a tasty beverage, but dang, like... It's 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 on the verge of being excessive. Some espresso in that, yeah, would be agent and bourbon barrels. Let's talk. Ooh, yeah, or some rye. Like mm. anyway, I digress. Still yes. gonna buy it, Josh. That is a can of hate. Just pure hate, 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 hate. No buy. Final beer up. Sucks to suck. Uh, <laughs> final beer up uh, from against the Grain Brewery. Um, some time ago. <laughs> Scott me, from uh, Greenville sent us uh, a bottle of their uh, London Balling Bambarana, mm-hmm. Black Betty Bambarana. And um, this is just the regular straight up balls deep version. Don't say that. It's what it says here on the can. It's against the grain, man. If you're not okay with their imagery, then yeah. don't buy their beer. Edge of Lords, brah. Um, there is some bear. Okay. So I was looking to see if this was barrel age and it says the barrel imparts, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, I'm getting another hit of this. Wells, would you call this barrel aged? I don't know. I'm not the one that it says the barrel imparts oak and vanilla. I'm just not sure I'd call this like a, doesn't feel like a BA, but, uh, that being said, uh, this is a real good barley wine. I like it. I would buy it. Wells. Okay. I remember this one being a, a Brett fermented beer way back in the day, like when they first started bottling it. Yeah, I remember talking about that, and you were like kind of excited, and I was like, sorry, dude, not a Brett one. But that one was delicious. I mean, come on, this one's still a little good. Uh, oh, gives off a little more, slightly more American barley wine than English style, I guess, for for a, something called London balling I'm getting a little too hop aggressive for yep. for the name but I mean come on man it's still a damn good barley wine and in can form too so I'll buy this Josh and I I am 100% with you on the fact that it does tend to have a little bit more of an American barley wine taste which not necessarily always bad. And I've been aging. We've had this one in the keyser for, what, six it's, months at least? It's been in there for a hot minute. Yeah, I mean, so it's not like it's like super fresh by any fresh, fresh stretch of the imagination. We have been sitting on it for a while. Still feels like it needs about another six months, if you ask me. Maybe. Still good. I would still buy it. But I feel like it needs a little bit more age on it. Yeah, my, my preference is, I mean, I definitely lean 100% more towards English style than American yes. style. So Yes, and I think that's pretty well known amongst the three of us that yep. give yep. us an English style barley wine over an American. But if you're going to call something London balling, knock it off the American hops. Yep. Agreed. Wells, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Of the beers that we've been drinking, what is the one that we would put on our theoretical home kegerator? Woo. What will it be, Jeff? Man, that's a that's a tough call. Um, Josh already thinks that I'm buying that uh, chocolate. I just don't know what I would do with that damn thing. Um, so I was wrong. I think you just spooked him. Welcome yeah. to dead air, everybody. Right, I mean, no, you're yeah, gushing well, over that fucking thing. What? Well, no, it was. It is what it said it was, and you I do were like chocolate, gushing and I, over it. Okay. 
At least it wasn't a gusher itself. That's, that's true, true. That's true. All right, fine. I'll do the casita. That's what um, I thought. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I feel like that'd be a hard keg to get through. I mean, you were like practically dancing giddy. Ah, you man. you were a little more excited than I think you realized. Mm. That's why I went there. Okay, I promise you. Okay, rewind. Well, the tape. Yeah, uh, it was a close one, but I'm going to go with the London Balling from Against the Grain. That was also the only one you bought. Oh no. Okay, you yeah. bought the casita too. Okay, yeah. see, Josh is like pre-coding the answers. By the way, uh, the reason that we're talking so much about this, if you go to our website, craftbeercast.com, uh, you'll see a link to our tasting list. Um, I don't maybe update it like once a month, but it has literally everything that we've ever had on the show and what we bought and haven't bought. Please don't data mine us. Um, but you know, it's, um, it's all out there. So you can kind of see like what we've gone after, what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, you know, maybe you gravitate towards one of us in terms of taste because you know, I am correct. And the other two are sometimes correct. Um, or the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Taste is subjective. You can be wrong. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, you may look at that in, uh, you know, like I know I've referenced this a couple of times when I've been out at a shop and, and I see something and I think I've had it and I'll go look it up and I'll yeah. say, oh, not only do we have it on the show, but it was a clean sweep. All three of us tapped it. I'm definitely buying this. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's what else should they do while they're at their website? Before uh, maybe I get to maybe my you're checking out Patreon, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Uh, you can support us. Uh, we love you for that. Uh, or, you know, check us out on your podcatcher of choice. We're on Spotify, FYI. Uh, so you can listen to us on Spotify. Hopefully it plays them in order. Uh, you know, it's weird. Some of these new, like, outfits that are getting into podcasting yeah uh, i've had people reach out to me and they're like yeah so i downloaded this new podcast app and it started me on like episode 87 i'm like okay <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you <laughs> i wonder if it's just going by what it thinks was the most popular or could what? be The, the, could be and if if yeah. it was 87 holy shit Please upgrade to at least in the hundreds. Yeah. Like 150-ish would be a good place to start. I mean, or, or you know, maybe you're looking at the spreadsheet and you look for a specific beer, you know, control F, go find that beer that you really like. You see that we had it on episode 87. There you go. That's true. Winner, winner. Josh, what are you tapping? I, I've got to go with London Balling, too, because it's it was delicious. It was. Uh, and, yeah, the other one was not so good. And the DDH was good, but not great. That's where I'm at. Cool, cool. Uh, anything else? Wells? Not much. Where are you at on the twits? At all the wells. You can find us at CBcast on the Twitters. Yeah, uh, yeah. we have a Discord, by the way. Uh, we have a plan for it. We just need more fucking people there at this point. And yeah. uh, maybe if you become a Patreon person, we might actually start doing an extra show on there, perhaps. That's, that's a theory. That's, get, that's kind of the idea. Does that mean I get paid extra? Yeah. Twice as much as we're paying you today. Awesome. Yes. So jack shit. <laughs> jack shit. Times two, buddy. Uh, so if if you want a link to the Discord, just hit me up on Twitter because I'm pretty much the one that maintains the BeerCast account. Uh, just hit me up. It's a new link there. I think we've hit everything else. So follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC, and we'll talk to you guys next Thursday.